it's Randall Lizard. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Overseen. You may know me as the liaison to the SEO community for Wix, but let me remind you, and let me be perfectly clear, this has nothing to do with that. This is pure Morty magic. How does the SEO Rant work? I release an SEO Rant, another episode of the SEO Rant, whenever. There's no set schedule. There's no set time frame. It's kind of like whenever I feel like it, whenever I have time for it, um, which means that... You have no idea when the next one's coming out, so it makes sense to subscribe. I'm not saying that to be markety or gimmicky. It literally just makes logical sense to subscribe. You can subscribe at the SEORant.com. You can find us on Stitcher, on Spotify, and iTunes, on wherever great podcasts are found. And you can head over to Twitter and look for us at SEORant, or just follow me on Twitter at Morty Oberstein. It's pretty much the same person. There's no we. It's just I. Anyway, uh, we have a great guest for you today. He is, well, he's one of these weird people who does both SEO and PPC. That's just strange. Um, he's the co-founder of Snippet Digital. He's a fan of football's, American football's, lesser padded, more rugged cousin, rugby. He is Andy Chadwick. Hello, mate. Yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. So you're the co-founder, a little, uh, little plug here, co-founder of Snippet Digital. Who would be the other founder? Uh, so that's Ganthan, who uh, he's, he's also um, quite, well, I say also, he is well known in the uh, SEO industry. Um, He's so how we met. We got together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he put he put me through to you. He thinks um, I've, he thinks I've got more of the radio voice, and he's more of the, uh, the background <laughs> behind the scenes. So that's fine. I'm, uh, I'm, I, 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 I'm still upset at him. Like, not that I'm I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to have both of you. I'm still <laughs> upset that he didn't come on the show. I'm I'm personally offended if you're listening. But I will get him on one in the future. He, he he's pretty radio shy. He um like I said, he just likes to work in the background. But whereas I'm more of an attention. He is personally hilarious, though. I had a yes, he him. is. Yeah. yeah, he's lovely. Um, he always sends me crates. Do you know? Funny story. We've only actually met in person once. Um, no way. Given that we've kicked off this this business and it's Snippet Digital, it's going really well. We've only actually ever met once, and that was in a pub where we spoke about Snippet Digital. Uh, and then the lockdown happened and we haven't we haven't ever seen each other since. <laughs> wow. That's like me and like my family and everybody and their family, unless you're just doing whatever you want anyway, despite COVID. That's that's interesting. Wow. That is fascinating. Yeah. That's got to be I mean, maybe that works. Like, maybe that's a good way to go. Like you never talk to anybody, you never <laughs> see them. You just do your own thing. We're partners. Yeah, we share everything. Wonderful. But I don't have to talk to you or see you. Sounds like a lovely marriage. <laughs> well, really. He, he does video call me every single day. So he has got that going. I say he, it's a, it's a two-way thing. I also plug in, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, where, can, but first off, where can people find you? Um, and you know, anything else you want to plug on guy, you know, I'm like free, like plug whatever you want. I'll sell you backlinks if you want also. Do you know, we, um, we can't actually plug anything yet. So we've, um, you can find us at snippet-digital.com, but we are in the process of developing our own, funnily enough, keyword uh, research platform and our big online yeah. tool. Um, can't plug it yet. We have spoken to the developer and we're trying to give them a little bonus to get it finished by January because we've got a huge project which it will be useful for. But sometime next year, we'll be releasing um, a type of platform which people can use. And it's more, it's not, it doesn't help you with keyword research because there's plenty of those tools, right? But it, it helps you get more insights from your keyword research. Um, so just look out for that one. All right. When, when it cool. comes. Te teasing counts as pluckings, by the way, just in case you realize I wasn't joke. Like I was joking. I'm not going to sell you backlinks. All right. So actually, ironically <laughs> enough, <laughs> we're going to talk about keyword research. That was our topic of the day. Mm -hmm. So this is how we do this on the SEO rant. What do you want to talk about? Go. The, the, the mic is yours. Well, it's... 
So at Snippet Digital, the, well, the reason we got together is um, I'm more sort of content and keyword based and Sigantan's more technical minded with a sort of overlap in the middle. So it seemed like a good, a good mix for both of us. Um, but the one thing we really like to stand out on is is the keyword research part of it. Um, we like to think that we do it differently to um, a lot of people. We go a lot more in depth. And the reason we really chose to to hone in on keyword research, there's always this debate, isn't there, that um, keyword research is dead. Um, like Google looks more at what well, it, well, it does. It looks more at... Um, the what the the intent behind etc etc so I, I wrote a huge article about it really how the reason it's not actually dead um and there's so many reasons why it, it's dead in the traditional sense of it and uh it's dead in maybe some of the way people do it um or it's not necessarily dead but they can't get as much insights out of it as maybe they want to so we developed a way and this platform that's coming out, which will sort of get more insights out of it, taking into account um, how Google works now. Uh, I don't know if you want me to go into why it's well, not dead or why. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about why, why, why it's not dead and why people think it is dead and where do you, where, what's your take on it? So I guess the reason people think it's dead to begin with is like I said, they rightly Google isn't thinking you're just in a keyword sense anymore. So it's not a case of you can just optimize a page for a keyword. It's got to be a cohort of keywords. So the, the first reason it's it's not, it is people do say it's dead is because it doesn't, yeah, you, it, gone are the, the days where if you want to rank for flights to Amsterdam, flights to Spain, flights to Manchester, you spin up three different pages all targeting that word. That doesn't, that doesn't exist anymore. Um, likewise with other more generic keywords so obviously a page will rank for a big cohort of them so it's changing so my answer back to that would be you need to change how you think of your keyword research so the way we do it in, in answer to that one um to sort of plug that gap is we when we pull the keywords we look at hundreds of thousands for a given client not just a few um and then we developed a machine learning categorization tool it uses um in some parts the BERT algorithm and sometimes it just uses like a cosine um similarity and it will automatically group them for you um so you can start to see which pages will rank for cohorts of these keywords and start to target them at a, a cohort level uh, and then what we do with that as well is we would assign each keyword um, a color so when we do the keyword research we pull through how optimized the site is for it so we look at if it's ranking to begin with and we do this at every keyword. So if you've got 100,000 keywords, we'll do this for every single keyword. We'll look at where you rank for that keyword. Um, we'll look at how optimized the page is. Is it in the page title? Is it in the description? Is it in the body copy? We'll then look at, do you cover semantically similar keywords? We'll then look at how optimized the page is technically. Is the page score decent? All of that stuff. And then each keyword gets a color from red, amber, or green. So uh, we call it our rag. Um, and then when you roll that up at a category level, because like I said, the, the tool also categorizes all these keywords for you. You can really quickly see at a category level where your site is um, not optimized or where need, work needs to be done. But we're now not looking on just a keyword by keyword basis. We're looking across because, right, if, if there's so 10 keywords all around. Are you looking at like you're looking at it topically if I'm, if I'm understanding you right or, are you, or am I completely not understanding you correctly? No, I guess I guess that's right. So. We categorize into, let's say, three levels. So let's take a clothing company. Um, the first category, because a clothing company is everything, everyone can sort of understand it. The first category would be men's, uh, women's, 
and maybe gender agnostic because some people just type in genes without saying men's genes or whatever. So the first category would be men's, women's, gender agnostic, maybe um, teenager, a few other ones. The secondary level category would be, you know, T-shirts, jeans, skirts, dresses, all of these things. And the third level category might be colour, style, material. So if the keyword was men's black T-shirt, the way the categories would work is it would go, that keyword would at a top level go into men's, a second category T-shirts and a third level category of colour, if that makes sense. Yeah. So when you roll all that up, we can really quickly see we have three graphs and we can really quickly see. Um, and interestingly, we did this on, um, and I'm just about to release a blog on it. We did this for a uh, Gymshark, which is a huge site built on Shopify. Um, and we did it with, um, we get on really well with uh, with Jackson and Cameron there. Um, so Jackson's obviously there, the sort of technical SEO there and Cameron does their content. And we had a big problem with I'm the not, way I'm Shopify not, I'm not going to comment on the uh, competitor and uh, aspect of this because I don't really, you know. Um, That's okay. I, we're being, both Jackson and Cameron are people on Shopify is a good platform. But we're I'm not against it. Yeah, we're, I'm, we're I'm being just you know, plugging myself. Platform, we're being platform agnostic here. We, we <laughs> like everyone and we'll work with everyone. But no, we have a problem have Kevin with Indic, Shopify. Which is also awesome. Yes, they do. Yeah, Kevin recently. is amazing. Um, Plug to Kevin. Last week or two. But um, yeah, we, we did it because we have a problem with the way Shopify's faceted navigation works in that it doesn't work. It it doesn't um it doesn't create facets at a, like a any more than a second category down, which is great and it doesn't need to happen for some things. But for clothing companies, we'd argue it does for things like um, colors and when you want to start applying those filters and creating new URLs. And um, Jackson wanted to see an example, so we ran we ran Gymshark site through our um, and it's not just Shopify by the way. It's the same problem with anything out the box. I haven't seen anything out the box that that solves this problem. Um, be it Wix, be it WordPress. I've, I've never seen anything out the box. It's always been a custom dev solution. But we ran Gymshark through the site so we could show him. And uh, men's and women's was great. It was all greens and ambers, which means it's quite optimized. Secondary ca level category, great. T-shirts and gym shorts were all one. But when we got to the third level category, where it was color and style, big chunks of red, which just showed really quickly, we're not visible for any of these faceted, well, these facets, these these extra filters you might want to apply to your product. So to sum all that up, because I went on a ramble there, it's not <laughs> keyword research isn't dead from the point if you start to group your keywords into broad level topics or categories to get to get those insights. And so, like we, right. we lay are you targeting like you're not targeting a particular keyword or you're you're like, like lay this out for me. Like when you're doing keyword research, you're trying to you're trying to create content. Like what do you do? What are you looking for? We are looking for um what well, depends so for this site we, we'd also break it down into almost two keyword research. We do their transaction. Well, okay. We also use the we also have a intent for this. So we API into um our friends at I think it's Neural Text at the moment. And what they do is they scrape the SERPs for every one of our keywords and our keyword research, then they layer NLP on top of it and it basically pulls through the intent. So now we've now we can put a filter on for transactional keywords versus um, blog keywords versus informational keywords. So we, we now have almost two keyword researches. So depending on what you're looking for. So for Gymshark, we're looking purely at transactional in this example. But we do also look at the, the blog-based ones, um, the informational ones, and they'll get clustered into, as you said, topic hubs, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah. No, I, I, I walk like, to me because I'm, I'm on the site. Keyword research is dead. 
Like I am, I very yeah. much believe that keywords is dead. Like if you want to like, just look at what topics are out there, what topics are relevant, what topics are connected and create content that, that, that speaks to them. Like, you know, obviously, yeah, okay, it makes sense to optimize a keyword here and there, but like, that's not really what's going to move the needle in my opinion. It's more about finding the right topics to create an identity, topical identity for your website. I mean, I obviously, if you're going to go like for a more particular, and again, you can totally disagree with me. I'm not, I would love to debate this. Um, if you're going to like, if you're talking about a product, okay, that might, you know, that needs to be maybe a little bit more specific. But again, like it's the same general thing. If you talk, you know, if you target men's pants versus men's trousers versus men's whatever other word there is for pants, like I don't really see that much of a difference. Okay. So I guess what it, the keyword research is trying to show you isn't. So in that example you just gave there, if you men's trousers or men's pants. So the way we do it is it would, like I said, it would get a color and it would be based on how visible your site is at the moment. So if. If men's pants and men's trousers are really uh, are similar enough that Google um, sees them as similar, the way they get the color in our, the way we do it would both be green. So it's right. not finding different way. It's not, it's not necessarily to find synonyms of the same word. It's to find words that you've missed altogether or categories. Right. A good right. example is we yeah, had a client come to us recently. To yeah. So a, a good example is we recently had a client come to us. Um, they're in the vaping space and they, they said, look, guys we pretty sure we rank for everything and we actually don't think there's too much you can do for us and, and they do they get so much traffic um they're really industry leaders uh in in their niche and yeah they said we, we really don't think there's much so but can you just tell us if there's anything we've missed and we did a keyword research and right enough so what we do is we predefine um we scrape all of the competitor sites and pull all their keywords by the time we finish we've got like a list of two three hundred thousand keywords um use our tool to start categorizing them. Um, and right enough, across the core categories, they were all, by our system, greens and ambers, which meant they were visible for a lot. But there's one whole category that was just red the whole way up, which accounted for about 500,000 uh, search volume a month. So they, red they means that they're not ranking it. for that, they have no content for that, or whatever it is. Literally didn't, Nothing. Exist, didn't okay. even think about it. Um, and they argued, oh, well, this, this is this is very similar to this product we do sell. So we can't see it being a new category. Well, yeah, but the research shows otherwise. You're not mm -hmm. visible for it. So it does warrant a whole new, this site was built on Shopify, funnily enough. So it does warrant a whole Keep new collection. Keep the Shopify thing, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying this because this was built, this, because it was built on Shopify, it required I'm a whole new collection. It. I'm just messing. Point. <laughs> um, but Wix, no, but Wix is great, too. I was... I was Thank really you. Thank in you. That, that competition Wix did, to be fair. No, the, um, no, no, no. Don't bring that up. You're killing me. Don't bring that up. Now you no. first you kill me with the shot, but now you bring up the thing. No, don't bring up competition. We're just moving forward. Moving forward with the marketing language. Um, <laughs> let, let's get back to you. <laughs> let's just take a discretion of Wix's competitions. Let's talk about you. No, I like it's really interesting what you're saying. Like, okay, so curation uh, is dead. We're talking about topics and you know, not particular terms or phraseology, but there is it's a it's a spectrum. Like I, what you're doing was sort of show like where Google where you might think, hey, we hit this topic, whereas Google might parse that topic a little bit differently or a little more specifically or less specifically than, than, than you might think. And like, hey, there's a, whole, there's a whole world of content out there that you could be creating that you might think fits under your umbrella that actually doesn't. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Um, and, and on that note as well, um, the other reason I don't think it's dead and the other reason I think that's interesting is because if you go wide enough and you don't just focus on the products they do sell, if you really do scrape all the competitors, you start to come up. And we do like to provide this. Sometimes we get a bit of kickback from clients and they 
we, we say, look, we're going to go as wide as possible with this keyword research. Um, we're going to pull in everything that even similar competitors do, especially if we're talking e-commerce sites. And the reason we want to do that is because we might also surface some products that you don't sell. You never thought about selling, but given looking at this, you might want to. So it shouldn't just be used as from an SEO tool. It should almost be used. And we sell it as such as a, a business development tool um, to use internally. Uh, I, I think as, as SEOs, we need to be thinking um, not just about how can we improve what you've got or, you know, this category is missing of products that you sell, but actually look based on giving them some sort of business intelligence as well. These are products that given your current nature, wouldn't be too hard for you to include this in your current setup. Um, yeah. So I think we, sometimes we get kickbacks to a client and they automatically look at it and go, well, we don't sell these and we have to go, well, look, maybe you should think about selling them then because, <laughs> and, and sometimes, sometimes we're selling about and, shoes and you're, you're not selling shoes. Maybe you think about selling shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, honestly I've, so I, again we got this client they sell um handmade tables uh and there was a we did the keyword research and they um they they sell like uh oak tables and pine tables and live edge tables and all these other things and there was this whole category called farmhouse tables okay which they'd never even heard i'd never heard of it i never heard huge of that. chunk no never heard of it and a huge <laughs> chunk of red on our keyword research graph um, which means they don't optimize it for all. And I, I said, look, I, I've Googled some of these to see what it is. And they're like more traditional versions of this thing you already make. Can you do this? They went, yeah, of course. They stuck that on their site and that's now their biggest seller. Farmhouse, farmhouse tables. Can I, farmhouse can I ask tables. what, what mm -hmm. the hell is a farmhouse table? Uh, maybe it's just a UK thing. It's like um, people with traditional country houses want these. I can't describe it. If you Google it, they're like knobbly, woodeny okay. tables. I can't describe right. it. Because like my association <laughs> of farmhouse table and sorry to people in Arkansas, who I'm going to insult, I guess, right now, is like, it's like what you would have in your barn in Arkansas. We have farmhouse table. Yeah. It's like, if you imagine like a, a countryside house in, like in the table? UK. Um, how do you, it's like, a, it's just got... I'm gonna Google this. Hold on, we're talking. I'm like, yeah. I, know, I know, I'm like distracting from like the actual conversation at this point. Farmhouse. But I know, I'd never heard of them. I didn't realize. Hey, hey, Search so up my auto suggest farmhouse tables. The last one there. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's like you know, very country looking wooden table. Um, kind of has benches. Looks like a like yeah, a really with... fancy picnic table. Got it. These are great. Yeah, I would love to I have one of these. They're really nice. Just to find it. Not what I was imagining at all. But never knew the thing existed. Um. And the client could have said, well, we don't sell them. But I said, look, there's so much opportunity. Maybe you should put it into his product range. And that is his best selling one. And incidentally, the reason he'd never heard of them, um, I don't think people, it's, it's really low competition as well. So it was just one of those golden ones. Um, put it in his product line. And yeah, he's sold more than no, that's great. Like, that's like, that's like, that to me is the power of keyword research. Like, you know, like, I would never have known this. These are awesome. I want one of these. I would totally buy this. Yeah, I didn't exactly. already have a so, table and I can convince yeah. my wife, which is not going to happen. But yeah. <laughs> no, that like that's really the power, like finding what you don't know about because you don't know everything. You egomaniacs yeah, so, out there listening, you don't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's two examples. There. One client who actually did already sell the product, but he called them something different and it warranted actually creating a different collection for that. Um, um, makes a lot just of putting, sense. The same, putting the same products in it, but calling it something else. And then there's the other side where actually you don't sell the product, but you should. So there's two two reasons there. Keyword research isn't dead, providing it's done in the right way, and you're not just like focusing on synonyms of the same thing and saying, "Well, right. 
how do we target this word on both? For that, at that point, I would say it's dead. So I guess it brings me around to my next point. It's it's also not dead. It's how you it's how you use it rather than actually the keywords you pull. Um, right. So in your original example, where you said, look, if you add uh, tr- pants and trousers and it's the same keyword and it's on on the on the same page, um, obviously on an American site that would only work. In the UK yeah, site, yeah, they yeah, definitely have two different intent. I was but, right. Um, yeah, I don't, in that know, example, I, don't know, I don't even know what trousers are really. I just know it's where the English people use. <laughs> Did I not use that at all in America? I mean, you hear it like once in a while, but no, it's, it's pants. Shock. What was that? It's too sophisticated um, for us. Trousers, pants. <laughs> the queen, like the 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 queen wears trousers. Trump wears pants. That's yeah, it. I got, I got. With that. Well, in the UK, it probably doesn't even wear them. But yeah, he, um, <laughs> he uh, yeah. So it, depending on how you use it, so you wouldn't you wouldn't just look at the keywords and go, look, we need to have both of these keywords on the page because that's how I think it's sometimes still used. Um, yeah. and I've seen I've seen I've seen it used that way. Look, we talk on this page, we talk about trousers, but we don't talk about pants. We need to get the keyword on the page. Yeah. Um, that's quite base as that's, well, and that doesn't yeah, work anymore. That's dead. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, that is dead. That's Please dead. don't do don't that. Do that. <laughs> right. um, so it's more like, okay, what insights can we get from this? How can we pivot in a way to work out what we do need? Which, yeah, which is where hopefully our platform's going to come in. No, it sounds amazing because, um, like, it's really like understanding like you know can we we talk about this like an abstract i talk about an abstract because like you know if google's thinking more topically blah 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 but where are the boundaries of that where are the lines of that and like what does that actually mean practically that sounds amazing we're kind of out of time because i'm I mean, try to keep these relatively short because like it's it's this is on me i can keep talking forever that's why i do so many podcasts um where can people where can people find this like where should they look for this when it comes out uh we'll be boasting about it i say boasting we'll be boasting about it all the across twitter and um great and so they should um, follow you how can they follow you on twitter also i'm at digital quacker um and saganthan is let me find saganthan is everywhere i think he's just yeah he is everywhere, <laughs> just to everywhere. Be fair. <laughs> so i'm at digital quacker which is digital and then q u o k k a which is a, a lovely cute little animal in australia um He's always happy. That's why I chose him. But when I try and give people my email address, it's so hard to spell it and no one knows what it is. So Ganthan is also difficult spelling. So between us, we're not, we haven't really got a host. Yes, you know, um, I'll, I'll, is... I'll link to it in the, in the show okay, notes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to yeah, do that anyway, fair. even if it wasn't hard to spell. But yeah, um, I totally get that. Like I, my, my name's hard to spell also. Not Morty, like my official. Real name. I was, yeah, yeah. was going to say Morty was quite. No, no, Morty's pretty easy. <laughs> Morty's short for Mordecai, which is like, don't even ask. Okay. Anyway. Um, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I'm very much looking forward to the release of this tool and I will like, let me know when it comes out. Like I'll, I'll promote it. It sounds cool. And, I um, definitely so check. Yeah, no, definitely check you out and, and definitely follow Sagantan. Like he's amazing on Twitter. I mean, he's follow you also, but he's, <laughs> he's like a Twitter rock star. Yeah, he is to be yeah. fair. In fact, he <laughs> always tells me if I'm not tweeting enough, but he is, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so Andy, you need to tweet more for the brand. It's like, well, yeah, I'll do the podcast great. and you do the tweeting. So that's our deal. That's awesome. Okay. Well, that will do it for this episode of the SEO Rant. You can find the SEO Rant at theseorant.com. Don't forget to subscribe because we have no idea. I have no idea. No one has any idea when the next episode is coming out. So subscribe and be notified automatically. Until then, cool.